1: Ladies and gentlemen, this is William Tincup, and you're listening to the Use Case Podcast. Today, we have Dan on from Impact Wave, and we're going to talk about the use case, the business case, cost-benefit analysis. For why his prospects, customers choose Impact Wave. So why don't Mm -hmm. we jump right into it? Impact Wave, by the way, is spelled impact, as you would normally spell it, and in W-A-Y-V, so wave. Um, And so, Dan, would you do us a favor, the audience a favor, and introduce both yourself and Impact Wave. Would love
0: to, and thanks for having me, William. Uh, My name name is Dan Rubino. I am the CEO and co-founder of Impact Wave, and um, you could see the name Impact, and it's meant to mean social impact, and Wave is um, sort of the wave and the momentum of impact and social good that has been in and about us for the last couple of years. So, you know, what we've done is over the last two years, but we just launched within the last few months, we've created a new social media platform. And the platform uh, revolves around social impact. And the purpose of it was to capture, as I said before, this wave of momentum with respect to social impact. And that has been Uh, through people uh, throughout the world, through businesses throughout the world and offer profits throughout the world. And each of those categories, you know, those are the categories that we look to in terms of, okay, people want, and there's a greater hunger and a need for purpose in in their life, whether it be social business or professional businesses, they have this imperative now and like they've never had before. um, uh, with respect to why they exist, what they do, how they make money, but there's an imperative to demonstrate to all their stakeholders, including shareholders and suppliers, and just as importantly, all of their employees, you know what they do from a social good perspective, in addition to the sale of pro- products and services. And the last category is uh, not profits, not for profits throughout the world. And that's just a general need and desire for global connectivity to support their mission achievement. So what we wanted to do was, because we thought it was severely lacking, we wanted to get technology. We wanted to mirror and match technology with businesses and not-for-profits, put it on a social media platform, and allow this ecosystem to develop where people could, on a 24-7 basis, engage with each other, with businesses, with not-for-profits, all around the concept of social good. And um, it's an amazing concept, and it's an amazing platform. We're coming at the right time, because there is this urgent need for it. And we see that in every aspect of what we do. You know, when you look at uh, the evolution of CSR and ESG and the United Nations, uh, SDGs, and you name it, it goes down the list, you know, environmental issues and so on and so forth. Businesses you know, need to do things, need to position themselves you know, in that sphere because everybody expects them to do that. And then when you look at businesses, you know, generally, you look at the component parts and, you know, one of the main things is, let's say, employees. Employees want to work for companies that have values, core values that align with theirs. And, you know, we see this as an amazing tool for companies to attract employees, you know, because of all the great things that the companies do. And it's a platform where employees, stakeholders generally can uh, see you know what those companies what those companies do um, the the interesting thing about it is in terms of this global megatrend or the momentum the wave that we call it you, you look at some of the statistics william and you know the gen z and millennial categories it's over 2.5 million about 90, 85 to 90% of them are strongly committed to social impact and then, you know, where do they go for that? They don't necessarily go to a Facebook or a TikTok or an Instagram for that. And that's why we built a platform. We want them to come to our platform to sort of show, demonstrate, and act upon uh, social good on our platform. And the same thing holds true with respect to the percent of millennials generally, uh, with respect to the ability of millennials to tailor their investments uh, to things uh, and companies that align with their values. And also in terms of customers, you know, they would rather buy products from organization who share their core values, which is an amazing thing. And that number approaches 80%. So you have this new ecosystem, you know, without a social media platform. And that's what our social media platform does. It provides that platform to aggregate all this engagement and the momentum. So
1: first of all, I love it. Uh, second is uh, for, let's say candidates, is mm-hmm. is uh, Impact Wave a way to vet, I would say Glassdoor for social good. Uh, is it a way to then vet companies that might say they do certain things, but maybe they yeah. don't do exactly some of the things that they say they do or don't do them at the level, et cetera? Like, is it a way, f- in, in one part of it, is it a way for candidates to vet companies?
0: Yeah, the answer is absolutely yes. And that would apply to candidates, uh, potential employees, existing employees, right. any kind of stakeholder, you know, where you could go on the site And you could actually probe into a particular company and actually find out, you know, what they're doing, how long they've been doing it, you know, what their causes are, uh, what their relationships are on a going forward basis. So all that is available within the site itself. Right. So, you know, we if you look at, you know, the number of for profits, for instance, in the in the world, you have more than 200 million for profits in the world. And then with respect to not-for-profits, you have more than 10 million not-for-profits in the world. You know, they really don't have this uh, fully baked centralized ecosystem where they could put what they're doing uh, on a platform to demonstrate to all their stakeholders and that is you know, their existing stakeholders and potential stakeholders, what they're doing from a social good
1: perspective. This could be done on our platform because it is that type of an ecosystem. What's interesting is, I mean, there's several things that are interesting, but one thing that comes to mind is you're not really, you're not really putting a value judgment on this. You're not really saying good or bad. You're just saying, mm-hmm. here's what it is. Mm-hmm. So if somebody says that they're investing heavily in, let's say, Black Lives Matter uh, as a cause, it's really important to them, and they are then you're not saying that's a good thing or a bad thing. You're not, it it's like a grade, but you're just giving mm-hmm. There's trend. You're, you're extending the uh, era of transparency and, and relating it back to something specific within the company. It's like companies, they either do or they don't again, no value mm-hmm. judgment do or mm-hmm. don't. If they do, here are the things that they're involved with. Here's their level mm-hmm. of investment. Here's their uh, activity layer, the volunteerism, mm-hmm. et cetera. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so people can sort, you know, people can, I'm, without looking at the technology, I would assume that people can then search for things that are important to them. If it's AIDS research, mm-hmm. you can search for companies that, that spend money in that. And yeah. uh,
0: You know, it's an interesting point that you raise because it is somewhat agnostic and it doesn't take positions. Uh, it provides the platform where people could have that interaction, engagement and dialogue. But there is one thing that we do have on the platform, and that is uh, with one of our data partners. You know, they have our one data partner. They have ascribed a, call it a social good or an ESG or a CSR value. And we allow access to that on our platform. So you'll be in a position to look to a Nike or look to a tire company or an oil company or anything else, and then see where that company lies in terms of this global score. Uh, And it's just sort of a, a, a tidbit of information to look deeper and it gives the companies the opportunity to put more information on the platform to even better their score. We don't control the score. We just try to put all the uh, aspects of information together to provide sort of an educated kind of a uh, platform for the stakeholders.
1: Yeah. And and again, you know, uh, a score is fun. Uh it's if they're interested in that, it's great that it's there. It's available to them yeah. if they're interested in the causes and that they're actually fulfilling on those causes. But maybe they don't score as highly on some of the other things. You know, mm-hmm. again, I think, again, you're just giving them the information for them to make informed decisions. Mm-hmm. And decisions. So yes. uh, I love yep. that. With with, yeah. with was, as it relates to employees, because you 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 said something that got triggered. Kind of, you, you this is this will help you attract talent. Also, I thought mm-hmm. about it, engaging and retaining talent. Is mm-hmm. there is there a, currently is is Impact Wave? Are you working with companies in terms of kind of how to actually you know engage with their employees? How to potentially mm-hmm. you know time talent treasure like whatever what 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 do you want to unlock? And then what, mm-hmm. towards what good do you want to unlock mm-hmm. that? Like, how do y'all work with companies? Yeah. Um, you
0: know, The bottom line is that we provide a healthier and more meaningful alternative than to, you know, existing social media platforms. So that's Ooh. number one. Uh, mm-hmm. So we give companies this exact, uh, sort of exact, expansive platform. And yeah, we have been working with a number of companies to, uh, do not only the outreach to employees, but as I said before, to the population of stakeholders. And if you go to an AT and T, for instance, you know you'll have hundreds of thousands of employees, and so on and so forth. And then you get to the shareholder body and to the supplier body. You're, you're talking, you know, well in excess of a million or two. You know, this is a type of platform that can be utilized not necessarily to replace the social media platform that a company already has, but as a supplement or a healthy alternative to existing platforms to demonstrate to all those employees and stakeholders what they're doing and for it to be a a sort of an ecosystem that the company would be part of to demonstrate what they're doing from a social good perspective. And when you look to employees, Uh, specifically, you know, they do want to go to companies who have values that align with their own. And, you know, this is a perfect opportunity for companies to see that uh, uh, in in the form of not, not just the company website, but more importantly, through something which is a little bit more objective. It's in a social media platform type of form. And they'll be able to interact not only with each other, but with companies, other companies, as well as other other not-for-profits on the platform. And, you know, it also gives you the ability not uh, not just to hire, uh, but to recruit and certainly maintain and retain these employees because of the company's involvement in a platform like ours.
1: Who typically uh, with your customers on the on the corporate side? Who typically manage it because it's a it's a communications tool uh, of yep. sorts that, that, that so that mm-hmm. they can communicate. Who's is, is, uh, mm-hmm. uh, is it more marketing, PR, employee comms? Like who mm-hmm. who's over there that's active and they and telling the stories? Mm-hmm.
0: Well, you know, every company these days, as you know, William, you know, they need to demonstrate you know, what they're doing mm-hmm. from an ESG, CSR perspective, you know, whether that's, you know, because they think it's in their best interest or they, they want to do it because they're, you know, they, they have it in them, regardless of the motive, they need to do that. So now the question is, how do they do that? Right. And, um, you know, they do that through their annual report. They through, do that through the shareholder communications, employee communications, uh, mm-hmm. things of that nature. Maybe their website. And then they'll also utilize social media platforms. Um, we go to the people who are in charge of all of those. And that's typically internal communications department slash marketing slash advertising department, uh, investor relations department. But you know, once we sit down and talk to a company, they realize that it really runs the gamut uh, with respect to all those departments. And they come to the conclusion that indeed You know, this is a, what we consider to be a cross-platform media uh, network that they could plug into with relative ease and really uh, put out the information that they put out, as well as allow people to interact with that information and with them on a different basis. And the basis is the social good.
1: What if they don't have, so first of all, thanks. Um, what if they don't have a great story to tell? Okay. We're just, we're here now and, yeah. you know, let's, uh, we'll put judgments aside, but they just don't have a great story. Is there, mm-hmm. is there a way to interact with impact wave and, uh, either coaching or mentoring or, or mm-hmm. consulting or services or whatever to help them yeah. kind of start down this, this journey? Mm-hmm.
0: You know, it's a very, very interesting question. And the answer is yes. Because, you know, we have a team that uh, we've been involved in the social good sphere for more than 20, and in my case, 30 years. It just wasn't called that 25 years ago. Right. And with the advent of technology and the ability to do things on a social network, it's a different environment. So what we do and what we've done over the past 20, 25 years, you know, there's a concept of a service as it relates to social good and it relates to how to implement CSR ESG uh, policies within the corporation that we would do almost like a social impact as a service concept. And to the extent that an entity a corporation, whether it be public or private, if they don't have a story or if they have uh, the germs of a story, um, you know, we would help them with that, not just the story, but the actual implementation of it in a big way. So, you know, how do you develop, um, you know, what you want to do, again, not just a communications perspective, but how do you actually implement it? You know, how do you start a foundation? How do you reach out to your constituents or your employees with respect to the things that the board of directors want to do? You know, that kind of stuff. So we would actually package that. You know, that's been our, uh, in different different forms of bread and butter over the years, but we thought it was essential that we develop this social impact media platform
1: in order to bring it all together. And that's what's happening. Oh, 100%. It's interesting. It's interesting. A hundred years ago, I studied cause-related marketing, which is where <laughs> companies and nonprofits would kind of co-market. They'd come together and do do some things together. Uh, but it was, it was at that stage, uh, nascent stage, it was, it was still a little bit more corporate, like, what am I going to get out of it? You know, type stuff. Mm-hmm. This, yeah. this, this, uh, this seems a bit more pure. Uh, and again, I think that's where we are societally. Uh, it's what mirrors kind of where people are. Um, tell us a little bit about the nonprofits and their interaction with impact with mm-hmm. like, what do, what do, what do they do and how do they inter- inter- interact with the platform? Yeah.
0: You know, the most important thing for not-for-profits
1: is that, you know, they
0: traditionally have not had a place where they could plug in and get connectivity to the world, right? Right. You know, you've been on not-for-profits, we've been on many not-for-profits, we've headed many not-for-profits, and, and that's what they need. They needed the ability from a technological standpoint, and in particular through social media, um, to do something that supports their mission achievement and um, you know you have local not-for-profits national international what we do is we give them the, abil- the ability to plug into a unified platform and have access to the world with respect to that platform you know a couple of examples you know we have um, bristol Murray Squibb Foundation on the platform now you know that that foundation and the company that it relates to, Bristol Myers Squibb, of course, you know, is a worldwide company. They have hundreds of thousands of employees and, and stakeholders, and they do work throughout the world, You know, specifically uh, in Africa, but elsewhere, too, you know, with respect to diseases and things of that nature. And, you know, you have little in terms of attention as to what do they do now, all of a sudden you have a platform where they could come on and start to trumpet, for lack of a better phrase, what they're doing. And that that thesis sort of replicates you know, with almost every company and certainly with almost every not for profit you know, we have Autism Speaks on the platform. You know, we have the uh, National Alzheimer's Association on the platform. And the list just runs. All of a sudden now with this platform, you give them keys to the Internet, to social media, where they could connect with others uh, who've, who don't know of them and with others who do know of them and are of like mind and interest. You know, so we see that as... An amazing stepping stone to better the not-for-profit community throughout the world, as well as you know, getting down to the cause, really do great things uh, you know, through those not-for-profits because now all of a sudden they're getting the attention that they deserve.
1: So, I uh, f- love that. And again, you're you're doing not just with not uh, nonprofits, not for profits, NGOs. You know, around yep. the world, you've got all kinds of different uh, different ways that people think of those. Um, mm-hmm. If not now, down the road, are you, are are you exploring kind of volunteer opportunities so that one can connect mm-hmm. if they find something that they they really like on the platform and they're like, I, I would. Maybe I would just want to write check. Okay, so that's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, or maybe I want to volunteer, I want to be a you know an advisor, or I want to step in and you know donate mm-hmm. my time, etc. Like, is is that a mechanism that you see as, as a part of the future of Impact Wave?
0: The answer is yes. It's not the future, it's actually here now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because in the platform, you know, what we do is you could, I don't know what your uh, you know, favorite kind of uh, charity is, but whatever the charity is, it's on our platform because of our data partners, or even the general cause that you're familiar with, or that you would like. And we have different, fifty different waves on the platform. Uh, you could go into a wave, let's say environmental justice, and you could dig deep into the wave and. Determine who's involved, who's not involved, what corporations are involved, what not-for-profits are part of it, that type of thing. And then you could dig deeper to the uh, organization itself with a link to their website, facilitating not only money raising, but also... Uh, volunteer work and things of that nature and then what you could do is you could start to post on a regular basis that you've had a good experience with this particular organization you're volunteering and then it just opens up you know we've had for instance um, you know I'm in Connecticut company's headed in uh, New York but you know one of our you know major participants is the Yale School of uh, Environmental Justice Um, You know, that organization is quite interesting because it is somewhat worldwide. They're on our platform and, you know, anyone in the world can now volunteer with them uh, or for them. And certainly if uh, people wanted to write a check, they could do that too. But things like that, you know, organizations like that on the platform all of a sudden has the publicity that it needs in order to helps help drive their mission
1: yeah, and they're unlocking a corporate audience that maybe they didn't have um, maybe they didn't have great access to before for yeah. whatever reason. Right. It mm-hmm. just wasn't, yeah. it just wasn't an easy audience, the executives, the middle managers at the, at these large corporations, it just weren't easy to get to, um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they had to fight other fires. Um, you probably don't get the ROI, Question is hardcore as maybe some other kind of software players, uh, but I'm sure people like to know like how they define success or what metrics that they should look at and like how they not just justify the investment but just what they should be looking for. Like, is it mm-hmm. is it engagement? Is it usage? Is it what what is it that should be looking for? So how do you how do you typically answer that question?
0: Mm-hmm. Um, well, as I said, you know we launched. The, uh, the platform a few months ago, and we're now we're in a position to download it in the Apple store on uh, Apple phones. Um, within two or three weeks, we'll be in a position where we could, we're going to be uh, on Android, uh, which will be major for us, and we're looking forward to that. But the bottom line is that, you know, our measure of success is the number of companies and not-for-profits on the platform and certainly the number of people who are uh, using the platform and engaging within the platform. And it's just a matter of time where we think the numbers will be as good as the numbers of some of the other social media platforms because... Of the, of the wave, because of the momentum, because of the need. And people, you know, want this because they're a little bit fed up with yeah. um, methods of social media and uh, whether it be the clutter or the lack of trust, lack of authenticity, uh, all of a sudden they see something and uh, they say, well, that's really purposeful and meaningful and I'd like to get into it. But you, as you point out, William, it's a function ultimately of uh, users, user engagement. Uh, but it runs the gamut in terms of people, businesses, and not-for-profits, and that's why we wanted to create this new ecosystem. Uh, you know, with respect to social good.
1: Dan drops mic, walks off stage. That's fantastic. <laughs> I uh, I love what you're doing. Absolutely it speaks to me. I've uh, with my MBA, I have a certificate in nonprofit management. Thought I wanted to be a curator of an art museum, so. It speaks to me on a lot of levels and I just, Mm -hmm. I love what you're doing. I'm so glad that you've built impact wave because I think it's just going to help people and it's the right time. I mean, again, 30 years ago, maybe, maybe it wasn't the right time. Maybe we weren't intellectually or emotionally in the right spot. Mm -hmm. It is. It's absolutely the right time. So uh, continued success. I'm glad you're, I'm glad you're doing what you're doing and thank (laughs) you for coming on the use case podcast. And William, thank you so much for
0: having me. And, uh, you know, shout out to all your uh, viewers and listeners. Um, you know, we love what we are doing here and we want to try to get more people involved. So please follow us on Impact Wave and you can download it right now.
1: Absolutely. And, and, and again, please do that. And uh, and thanks for everyone listening to the Use Case Podcast. Until next time. You guys. Got-
0: You've been listening to Recruiting Daily's Use Case Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite platform and hit us up at recruitingdaily.com.